There we go. So, all right, we're starting now. Blah, blah, blah. Happy National Donut Day. Phillips should be along shortly. Um, softball, baseball, and I guess track are wrapping up. And I, I get it. Like, how we take care of ourselves, what we put in our bodies, how we challenge our bodies is always getting better. Uh, so, yay, science. But I was looking at some of the track pictures of uh, of meets and successes over the last week or so, or when they've come out over the last, I'm like, nobody looked like that. We didn't look like that when we were 17. Not a chance. Like that dude's shoulders were like the size of a barn and he was like 16 or 17. Okay. Not only that, but like I ran into um, old Navy the other day and I noticed that like teenage girls, like standing there with their mothers. Right. So clearly mom doesn't care. Have like, crop tops on uh-huh just like chilling out in the open uh-huh like, my mother not even my mother my father <laughs> would have murdered me <laughs> yep if i had left the house in a crop top i when you was say te- when you say teenage girls do you, what do you mean like young teenage girls or are these like 16 17 like the kylie jenner's Mm, she's probably mm. 15 in her little lululemon leggings and her crop top and i'm like absolutely not you've got to be kidding me so i i thought about this the other day and i wonder if there are any girls that can like share what they were not allowed to do like if you remember i was not allowed to wear red nail polish because only whores wore red nail polish when you were under when you were under 18 it's a thing right so you knew that that so your parents probably did the same thing i could not do red nail polish at all and my shorts had to be you know a certain height i had i mentored a young girl when i was in my early 20s who was not allowed to wear shorts at all let alone like little skimpy ones yeah there's been random things like i had a friend who wasn't allowed to wear brown because brown was like you know not not a color that ladies wear and i was just like (laughs) what We're all here today. Phillips hopped on and we actually, we have a lot of business to take care of today. And then we've got some, some things, some topics to talk about as well. But Alex, we should really uh, get into at some point because I want to talk about what Bethany brought up um, and like how leggings. And I know Mm -hmm. that there was a thing like four or five years ago that schools said no leg. Some schools Mm -hmm. said no leggings and people were. It was like what we talked about with the uh, the the girls getting their boobs airbrushed. So there's there's a topic in there, but let's put it another day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only thing. So I was very fortunate when I went to public school. um, You can wear anything with like vulgarity on it, obviously, but we just couldn't wear hats. And the the aides and teachers in schools were they were what do we use instead of Nazis now? Instead of uh, oh. like grammar Nazis, grammar they were they were no they weren't even snobs they were hat Nazis like you oh. would if your hat and I always wore hats when I was a kid too, um, when if you wore your hat in school like once you went through that school door into the hallway, it better be off your head and you better not carry that thing around either in between classes because <laughs> they will take it from you knowing that you're gonna put it on and it cannot be on anywhere. In the school at all, and that was like the only hard and fast rule at every level of my school. Interesting, Philip. I mean, I don't, I don't think we really had anything like that. I do believe I remember the girls in high school having an issue with their skirts or having too many buttons on button on their Oxford shirts. 
but it really wasn't like ever that big of a deal as long as we had like the name brand lands and clothes on they really didn't care too much and when we when i was in public school um i just said we couldn't have holes in our jeans that was really about it like we we kind of got away with anything bethany anything else TSA was probably pretty liberal. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, at first it was a little sticky because people were worried about gang affiliations and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know that they're... It, it, I feel like my parents were more so strict about what I was wearing than school would be. But I wasn't like super proud of my body by any means so it's not like I wanted to walk around in like no clothes but I just can't like I just I was standing there like absolutely not my mother would have had a fit she wouldn't even have purchased the shirt for me Mm. let alone allow me to wear it outside of the house so um, it's just crazy. Like I said, we have some business to get to. We'll start with Philip, and then we'll okay. go over. To, we'll go over to Bethany. Phil, we haven't talked to you in weeks, and uh, mm. yeah. And, and amid those weeks, like at least where we live, just about everything opened up. In fact, I don't even think twice about not having a mask when I go into places anymore. Everything is basically open. I I commented t- today to my friend Marissa at Panera. I was like, it it's weird seeing more tables and chairs and them not zip tied together. Like (laughs) if you just landed on this planet because you took a a little interstellar trip to Neptune or something, you would have no idea that there was a, there was a pandemic or for the most part anyway, but what's, what's going on over in London? So, I mean, for the most part, things are necessarily back to normal. Um, I would say we still have to wear a mask, but you do see like we we can eat indoors now. We can meet each other in gardens. We can, go hang out in parks. We still can't like dance on dance floors or have like huge gatherings like weddings or funerals and stuff like that. But we're, we're able to get together. The big thing that's a difference that I notice is that like I would say last time I talked to you guys like two or three weeks ago, you would get on like the subway or you would get on a bus and there would be space. And now that's like slowly going away. And then the other day, Daddy and I went to go see a movie. What movie did we go see? It was it was bad, whatever it was. But we went and saw a movie. And uh, oh, we went and saw a Spiral. Horrible movie. Don't see it. Anyway, Ooh, so really, we went and saw a Spiral. And as we left the theater, like I was looking around, there was more people there. And granted, they were like younger people for the most part, but like nobody had a mask on. And I like, I was like, this blows my mind because everybody still freaks out about wearing a mask. Like you walk in the superstore and they still have security up front saying, "Where's your mask?" Um, but yeah, like things are slowly but surely gaining some form of normality and the world is opening back up and people are getting hella busy. Public transportation is getting packed again. Shops are opening. People aren't eating outside as much as they used to. They're going indoors now because it's hot as hell outside here now. But yeah, it's getting back to normal. I think it's definitely more open here than it is there. Would everybody, would everybody, would everybody agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It is wild, like, wilding out out here. In yeah, like, <laughs> Phil, there's, there's three kinds of people. People who are still wearing masks for whatever the reason might right. be. And, uh, and then the other two people are vaccinated or liars. <laughs> or just very brave. What's that, Bethany? I said, or very brave. Well, they're the liars. Those are the liars. Like when you, when, I mean, you, nobody gets asked anymore, but... Um, you're one of two people if you don't wear a mask in, in particular places. You're either vaccinated, 
Um, and my dad, my dad didn't. I didn't see my dad in a mask at all last weekend. So you're either vaccinated or a liar and going, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I totally got vaccinated. No, you didn't, Earl. Like, like the UK is like taking their cue from America. So this whole like, if you have been vaccinated fully, not wearing a mask, like people are somewhat starting to do. Like I was, I had a dance class yesterday, like an in-person dance class. And now we didn't have to wear a mask while we were dancing, but even the instructor was like, has anybody been fully vaccinated? Like she basically segregated the class. Like if you've been fully vaccinated, you can come to this side, which means that like, I can touch you. You guys can be closer together. If you haven't, go to this side. But like on June 21st here, we're supposed to be like done with everything. Like no more social distancing, no more masks, no more anything. You're supposed to be go like straight back to normal. I, it's, it's not true. It's all fake news. Like it's not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. Uh, we're taking our cue from America. So with you guys not, the CDC saying you don't have to wear a mask if you're double vaccinated or if you're fully vaccinated, people here are just like, yeah, that that means us too. We don't have to do it anymore. There's become a bit of a like a social contract or a courtesy when you begin to engage with a conversation in somebody and you're not wearing a mask or you take it off, you you, you interject and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I saw Eric Goldberg yesterday. He works at Fresh Time. Mm-hmm. And he took his mask whoa, off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have to talk about that later. But don't let me forget that you just said that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. Um, And he, he too, he, we were talking. He's like, by the way, I'm fully vaccinated. Like literally you stop in mid conversation to let somebody know, even though I think if you engage with somebody, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, you have trust in them, you know who they are. Or, yeah, or if you don't, yeah. they'll say, don't, don't worry. I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. The liars probably won't just say that. They keep it to themselves. But, um, of course. Alex and Bethany, how come you guys keep muting yourselves? Oh, can you tell I'm muting myself? Yeah, it. Uh, there's some background noise that goes away, and it says it on the screen for me. So Bethany is muted right now. Is is everything it's okay? It's just me because I'm trying to check in all these undisclosed pieces, and I'm rustling paper, so I didn't want to bother so, the listeners because I know they're very uh, particular about their background noise. Are they really? Damn, I didn't some, know that. Some, some. Well... You had a, an ornery child. That was the biggest deal the one week. <laughs> no, um, I've I've gotten hit with the motivation bug, and I was cleaning my bathroom. Are you at home oh, or at work? Girl. I'm at home. Okay. Um, let's, Philip, we're going to come back to you to handle some business. Okay. Let's slide over to Bethany. Um, you have been in some kind of tailspin or been getting hit with a tidal wave. Like, what's up with you? What's going on? How can we help? Listen. Uh-oh. The world is falling apart around me, and I don't understand what I did or what zodiac sign I have that is causing this. But, like, probably since I'll say May 12th. Exact date. Shit is going down. Like, people <laughs> getting diagnoses of oh, illnesses. No. Like, me waiting for food at Popeyes for an hour and a half and just losing what? it. Yeah, and whoa, like... whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, let's you... talk about that. Yeah. Did you say Popeyes or Polly Ice? Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh, oh, my people. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> let's do, let's okay. dive into that. <laughs> okay, so what had happened was I had to feed ch- 12 children that were in a three-day intensive camp so mm. that they could come out this week or this last weekend and play some gigs because we have not been working. Was this glass? Right? Was this uh, glass city steel? Yeah. Glass okay. city steel. They needed a little three day, uh, rehearsal if you will. And so I agreed that I would feed them. Sure. No problem for three days. 
And each day, um, I was like, first day, you're getting Jimmy John's. Second day, let's do pizza. And then the third day, I preferred that they get hate chicken. But they didn't want hate chicken. They wanted Popeye's. What's hate chicken? Like, okay. Chick-fil-A. The, oh, the Christ. Okay. Filet, we call the, it hate chicken. The one, that has huge, the one that has huge rainbows up right now because it's Friday month, but they also are <laughs> chicken for a reason. Right. Continue. Sorry. I had to get okay. that off my chest. Okay. <laughs> oh, not to like change the subject. Do you guys know who Bo Burnham is? No. Yes. The Netflix special? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm only like halfway through it. It's fantastic. What is this? I digress. I, that's the second so, time I've seen this. Okay. Okay, so um, so at 11.30 on a Friday, I order for 12 people at Popeye's, and I do it online at 11.30 oh. to pick it up at noon. Great. No problems. Pay for it with the credit card. It's like $90. Done and done. I drive there. It is 11.55, and the drive through line is like 20 cars deep. Okay. <laughs> fine (laughs) like i kind of drive around and i'm like i'm gonna go in and pick it up so i drive around and i notice there's not a lot there's like one one car this is the one of secor secor i'm sorry (laughs) secor wow you we gotta gotta get you back (laughs) so i drive around and i try to go in and the door is locked so i'm like all right maybe there's no signs, but like I know some places don't want you to go in yet, but I'm like, this is Popeye's. So I get back in my car and I go and I'm like, I guess I'm just going to sit in the drive-thru. So I sit in the drive-thru for like three car lengths. And then I see a car drive past me, park, and this person walks in. And I'm like, now wait a damn minute. I just tried the door and it was locked. I was like, okay. Maybe we forgot to unlock the door when we got there. Maybe it was a busy morning. I don't think Popeye's has breakfast, but whatever. So I get out of line, and I go and I park. And, like, there's stuff everywhere. And I walk up to the counter, and I'm like, hey. I was like, I'm, I'm just here to pick up an order. And the guy looks at me, and he's like, you got to go through the drive-thru. <laughs> yep. I was like. I was like, no, but I'm just like, my, I ordered for, for noon. Now it's like 1210. I was like, I just need to pick up my order. He's like, you have to go through the drive-thru and walked away from me. Yeah. And I was like, okay. All right. Okay. And I walked out and I got in my car and I did a little bit of meditation as I <laughs> drove back to the drive-thru line. Now, mind you, I am now back in the original spot that I was before I got out of line to go inside to try to pick up my order. And now it's like, you know, twelve fifteen. I'm like, okay, cool. It's fine. So I wait in the drive-thru line. I got to the speaker at 105. Oh, my God. 105, fam. 105. Did, did you I ever- ordered this food to pick it up at noon. Nobody said anything to me. I am now, it is now 105. I have a diabetic child that is at school waiting for their food. Ooh. And I get to the speaker and I'm like, I need to pick up an order. They're like, what's the name? I go, Bethany. Stephanie? Nope. Bethany with a B. <laughs> like, okay, pull around. Okay. So, follow the line. I get to the window. Okay. And uh, he's like, Bethany with a B? I go, yep. 
He's like, yeah, uh, this is a really big order, so you're going to need to pull around to the side. Oh! <laughs> wow. I go. Okay. Pull around to the side, and I park in the same spot that I was in when I went to go walk in. And I do a little more meditation, because otherwise I'm going to get, like, a felony assault charge on these people. Because now I'm pissed off. And I wait. I wait in my car for 20 damn minutes, fam. 20 oh. more minutes do I wait. And finally this girl comes out and I'm, and she's like, I'm sorry about your wait. I go, I don't think you understand. I ordered this food two hours ago to be picked up at noon. And it is now 1.30 and I have a diabetic child that is waiting for this food. And she just looked at me and I was like, okay, you, you obviously do not give she a doesn't shit at care. the moment. She does not she care. She does no. not care. No. So it was like Mm-mm. two big bags. And I'm like, you know what? Even if it's not right, like they can probably, we can figure this out. So I drive back to school. I fly in the <laughs> you parking lot. Checked. I like, I run in. <laughs> I run in. Checked. I'm I'm like undoing the bag. You best believe that shit was not correct. Of course. I was missing all kinds of food. All kinds of food. And they come, and the kids come down and they're like, "We're so sorry, Burban." Because at this point, I had texted them like, "You are never getting Popeyes again from me, so don't even ask to order Popeyes ever again." And they're like, "We're so sorry, Burban." And I'm like, mm, "Yeah, I go. Whatever food is here, I'm gonna need you to make a meal out of it because I know it's not right, but I'm not going back." You know what, Bethany? I was like, I, like you, I just you need just, you to you make d- a meal out of this food. You gave us a prime example of the reason why we see World Star and Popeyes on the same thread <laughs> way too often. Because you, know, you see black people going to Popeyes. Listen. And the first thing that's not going to happen is you're not going to let me walk into a store when I'm supposed to pick up an order at a certain time and tell me I need to go wait in the drive-thru when it's that long ass line. Listen. Me, I need a manager like right, right now. I'm going to inform you about the Popeyes that I grew up on where I'm from back home in Cleveland. I don't know about this Popeyes because I just don't go anymore. I don't service that. Exactly. I don't do it. Exactly. I don't do it. I will not ever. <laughs> but. Ever again. Because the pop- here's, here's the terrible thing. I didn't even order lunch for myself. Because the last time I had Popeyes, I was violently ill afterward. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm not going to eat that. So the Popeyes, the Popeyes where I'm from that we used to go to back in the day was you were talking to someone behind bulletproof glass. There was a exactly. drawer. There was a yes. drawer yes. that they would push out to you. You put your money inside. Like that. Is that the, is that like that at Secor as well? Yep. That's yep. because Actually, they know they're not, not shit. Drawer. They have like a revolving window. Uh huh. I have this Be- tiny little slot mm-hmm. that they like slide things through because they know they're bag, not like, shit. They turn the- this oh is this God. is well known. They know they're not shit. Most of the employees have terrible attitudes. So you want to just terrible. punch them in the nose, like beyond but, the food. But you, but you, but you can't because they're usually still in Correct. high school. And they Correct. have four different color hairs in their head. And you just like, Correct. I know I'm going to catch a case mess with you. It's I our can't. people. It's our people. I love them. Popeye's is delicious. But I just don't, it's not worth the hassle. I can't do it. I, Never. I don't want to get into any kind of like living wage debate, but <laughs> there are like certain places. And Philip, do you remember one of my rules about fast food places? Yeah. Don't make it complicated. Like nobody, don't, was that don't, one of them? Yeah. Like in the drive through like don't get complicated. Don't, don't say, you know, no onions, none of that stuff. Cause again, these people, I don't know how much you could pay them to get the, to get them to care about what they do. And I don't know if there's a number, 
where you could give them like 500 bucks a day and they would still and they still wouldn't want to deal with anybody's trifles at the windows or anything like Stephanie and her TSA order. It's just a different calendar. Which is why I ordered it online. I know. <laughs> nope. I, but you don't know, make a difference. They don't they, give a damn. Exactly. Exactly. They, they, <laughs> you could pay certain fast food restaurants, uh, and I and I grouped them all together. You you could pay them like twenty five bucks an hour as as entry level, and they would still hate their life and pick mm-hmm. up dropped food off the floor, and don't mess with it. And you know what, Bethany, the only mistake you made is. You should have done some kind of um, Uber Eats. Let mm-hmm. somebody else who's getting paid hand, ha- handle that problem <clears throat> so mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with it. And then when it doesn't show up on time, you just cancel the order and get something else. And you know what? Well, so here's the thing. I, the, the, the Uber Eats and the, and the DoorDash and whatever were in the same drive through line as me because when I was coming from trying to like go in, this guy rolled down, rolls down his window and he's like, hey. He was like, uh, are you DoorDash or whatever he asked me? And I was like, no, I'm just trying to pick up an order that I ordered online. But apparently everything has to go through the drive-thru. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, and I forget who he drove for. But he was in the same drive-thru line waiting to pick up the food that he was supposed to get. And I was like, oh, Lord. The only kind person you're going to get from Popeye's is that sweet black lady from the commercials, okay? Yes. Yeah. Anything else is over. <laughs> Anything else. <laughs> that Everybody sweet else just wants you. lady. That sweet, short-haired lady from the commercial. That's what you get. I know... Like there is, we are truly living in a in a time of change, or at least sure. where where people are trying to be agents agents of change. People are trying to listen to it, but there are some really misleading things that are maybe being dangerously overlooked. Alex, you just made me think of one talking about the Louisiana cooking lady. <laughs> um, like I always laugh, Alex. We go to a lot of movies. Like mm-hmm. when you see the people. In the um, pre-movie trailers for the, mm-hmm. the movie theater commercials, I'm like, that motherfucker is not working back there behind the counter. That mm-hmm. kid That's hates right. his right. life and right. can't find enough acne cream to fix his face. <laughs> and it's it's the same thing. So today, I, I'm at the Culvers at Spring Meadows. It's on the cusp of opening. They have um, a picture outside saying, you know, come work here. And there's a line of faces. And because it's 2021, it's a diverse <clears throat> group of people. But you know what? All those people look like they have showered and taken care of themselves. At mm. some point, it's probably not going to look like that at any fast food restaurant. Like they never look like that gas station people. Like here's, here's Alan, Iowa. He loves working as a manager at X amount at X gas station. And you go inside to that same brand of gas station. You're like that person. They don't need bulletproof glass in front to keep them protected from a customer. You need to take their gun away from them because they might end their own lives. They hate it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's rough. Although there is one, the McDonald's on route 20. She's not there anymore. I haven't seen her in a while actually and she also worked at the dollar tree on route 20 she was the kindest little lady she knew me every time and i didn't go there like that often but she was the kindest little lady with her dark eyeliner on her lower lid that if if you yep. if that if you listen you're so sweet and i miss you it's like you know what you, those pe- those people by the way alex like you get those people they, they get sprinkled in to like you mm-hmm. know the fast food or retail mm-hmm. industry they get sprinkled in and they're the first ones to get taken advantage of, and it pisses me off so much. Yeah, yeah. And, good and way I, to put it. Sprinkle. Good and night. I and I, th- those people do exist, but for the most part, like these people fall into the stereotypes that we're talking about. 
And I, I get it. There, there might be somebody listening. Now somebody's rustling um, loudly. Sorry. There might be somebody listening going, look, if you just pay them more, they will have more pride in their job. That's no, true. It's it not going to happen. I don't, I don't. I don't believe that. Not. Not. Not at those places. And no. you know what? Like I've said from the outset of all the, like all all the stuff about like what you pay people. If you don't like it, if it's not enough, don't work there. Go work like, somewhere I, else. You don't have to make Bethany's life miserable <clears throat> because you're taking it the way you are. This is true. Like I, be, I believe the people do need to be paid more. I'm not going to negate that by any means, but that will not change the quality of the person that you get. Because you must understand, if you work behind the counter at McDonald's, manager or not, you're probably not going to move much further than that. That's like a small amount of people that's going to. So even though you pay them more, you still are going to get the people who are just like, right, well, I want to be like corporate McDonald's. And those are the ones who are going to like push forward or who are going mm-hmm. to... I, they're not going to be the ones behind the counter at your local McDonald's, unfortunately, whatever the case may be. So like, I don't think your quality would change, but they do need more money. I will say that. Bethany, is there anything else? Is it just like a landslide of those types of things? Those types of things? I was worried that like something like health-wise had happened or your dad took a bad <clears throat> turn or something like that. No, I mean, Josh's um, best friend got a diagnosis that's not great. Um, oh. So we're dealing with that. But... Um, yeah, it's just like several things like the Popeyes experience that just keep happening to me and or I'm completely losing my mind because like this morning I had my Yeti and I was like, okay, I need to refill it with water. And we have a water um, for the filter thing in the refrigerator. So I get in the refrigerator and I grab and I unscrew the top and I start pouring and I'm like, that's milk. <gasps> That is milk. I just put milk in my water cup, in my Yeti. Like, I physically had to unscrew the top and pour. Is this I mean, all the milky whiteness go into the cup. Did I realize I was pouring milk? Our sweet Janet so did just, say mercury, Mercury's in retrograde, yeah. so... Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, It must that. be, like, only the day I was born, because good night. I, not, <laughs> I am falling apart, and uh, so that's just how it's been going since about May 12th for me. Philip, back to you. So mm-hmm. we're going to lose you for, for a while here? Yeah, so uh, there's like, like things are opening up here and like life is starting to happen, but I have a tour. I, I told you guys I'm going on tour, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, I have that tour. That. Oh, Okay. So I have a tour. Uh, it's what they have here. They're called pantomimes. They're basically like, um, they're like, like spoof kind of kid shows, comedy shows um, of like it's satire, kid mm-hmm. kid satire is what it is. So we're doing little. Is it gonna Mermaid. be like the Wiggles? <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> ah, not the Wiggles. Gonna black so wiggles with dreadlocks, and it would make me so happy if I could be a wiggle. Anyway, so um, I have like two drag queens in my show, which I love. But anyway, um, it's like this satire for kids, and it's a tour that we're doing that's pinging around the UK, and we are literally leaving at the end of July. Like my rehearsals start at the beginning of July, so I rehearse Monday through Friday from like t- I think it says 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then we take off and like understandably like the uk is not that big like 
for the most part, I mean, I think we have like four or five states that are bigger than the entire country of the United Kingdom. But mm-hmm. we're driving around to, I think we have 26 different, 26 different cities that we're going to. And we have like 86 shows. So between the end of July to the end of August, I'll be gone. And then September, I'll be back in London. And I have some stuff to do for my agent then. And then from the beginning of October to the end of October, we're going back out again. So I'll be out for a bit. Get you guys it. won't hear wow. me. I mean, actually, if I have like time or off and I have like a good Wi-Fi connection, like I'll definitely join and let you guys know what's going on because I'm going to some white ass area. Let me tell you, <laughs> the birthplace of white people is real. They put me at these seasides where like these football clubs are real intense. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going out drinking. I'm gonna stay in my hotel room. I'm gonna watch some HBO. Like I'm good. So I'll keep you updated on that for sure. So first of all, I, I think it's important to say the soccer clubs, correct? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I think Real. football, like Tim Tebow, yeah. not not David Beckham, Great. you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And these uh, soccer clubs are like crazy. Like, and they can be rowdy and a little bit racist. Not a little. They can be way racist. A lot of they are very about their football. Yes. Philip, yeah. just just tell them like if you get into a conversation, just tell them that you're a footballer, not a performer. There you go. <laughs> I mean, but understand, like, I don't fit in with that crowd. Like, I have sat in a bar, like a decent bar with, like, decent people while they're watching football. And it's just, like, it is a it is a different experience. Like, you sit in a bar when people are watching American football, like, in Toledo or, like, in a city where there's an actual NFL team. And, like, it's intense. It can be intense. But, like, it's not this overwhelming sense of, like... <laughs> Fear. You understand? Like <laughs> you, sit, you sit in a bar here when football is on, and it's like shit could hit the fan and get real, real quick in here for like no reason, real quick. Oh, so, Phil, we'll the see. word, the word. If you say the word, I think to the like a casual sports fan, and you say hooliganism, they'll go, oh, like British <laughs> soccer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, crazy. All right. Well, yeah. When when you have some time, we'll work you in because we will we will miss you. Miss you the last handful of weeks. Yes. With, yeah. with, with that, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you talk to uh, some of my cast members. I mean, they'll give you the real skinny yeah. on like what's happening in the UK. I tell you what, the drag queen, one of the drag queens I'm in a show with, she's on the show in the West End with some of the girls from RuPaul's Drag Race, and I went and I saw oh. her show. She's effing hilarious. Her name is Myra Dubois, and I'm just like. Where have you been all my life? And uh, him and I have chatted back and forth a lot. And he's hilarious. I'm like, you and I just need to be friends. Done. Is it from Settled. season season one of you, RuPaul's Drag Race UK? Because I love it. Um, so they're not UK. They're American drag queens. So it's Latrice. Oh, ooh, Latrice, Latrice Royale. Yeah, yes, ooh. yes. Hilarious. And then Will- Willem or William or something like that. I don't I'm like sure Willem. I don't like Willem. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Latrice was great. Latrice Love is Latrice. the shit. Okay. Beth, yes. uh, That's so cool. Be- Bethany, we uh, we're, we're losing our, our Fridays here and stuff. I and I was I had this in my mind that this could happen as the world opens up, um, but uh, we lost Kennedy. Uh, it would be nice if the, if anybody knows of anybody. Alex, you too, of course. Um, if there's anybody that we might want to invite to join us, as who was I? I was talking to Vinny last night, and we were talking about some Netflix show that got canceled and how every every streaming network wants to have like a, a universe, like an MCU. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. building the Eric the Eric Chase universe. Um, <laughs> and let's uh let's welcome some other people in if we can. So Yeah, that'll be fun. 
Um, let's, uh, I'm going to run something by you guys. So this morning, Amanda slept over last night. She, we both, I, I, I don't know if she slept late or not. Um, I slept later than normal. So I went over to Panera. Um, and I got my coffee, and then I went over to Starbucks across the way at Spring Meadows because she uh, likes caramel macchiatos. Thank God she mm. has a good job and, and pays well. Five twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. and the cavities. That's crazy. Jesus. <clears throat> so I get up uh, to the window, and they're like, "The person in front of you paid." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm, mm-hmm. I'm processing this, and something. <laughs> I- oh God. <laughs> Petey paid for your um, coffee. He wanted you to know. Good boy. Thanks, Petey. <laughs> so I've thought about this before, and now that it actually happened, I wanted to bring it up for, for discussion of what you guys would do. Um, I'm financially okay, so I, this this was fine, but the girl said 660. I'm like, yeah, no problem. And, and then I was like, wait a second. I think she said 1660. <laughs> And I said, 16, and she said, yeah, she's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That, that's not going to be backbreaking, but that's more than a drink. That's a little much, though. Yeah, it is. some coffee, yeah. And I took care of it, and, you know, I'm in a position to do that, so so I'll, I'll happily do it. But have I have always given thought before, like, what happens if I'm in one of these lines and somebody behind me is, like, 3850? Like, do you have, do you have like, an assigned number in your head where it's, like, I'll take care of ten dollars of that. Yes, I don't. Go, I don't go over ten dollars. Like if it's, I take a look. I look in my mirror, and I'm like, mm, okay. And then uh, size them up. <laughs> absolutely. So it's like I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. Um, and if it's over ten dollars, I can't do it. But I've done it before. It always happens at Starbucks too. The pay it forward. Yeah, Bethany. Like, do you, you gotta wonder like how long that goes on for? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how many people back keep doing it? Like at some point you got to break the chain, and I might just somebody have to be just the person says, to break oh, the thank chain. You. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the I've thing. done it when before. I go to Starbucks, unless there's money on my account on my phone, I'm not pulling out my wallet. So oh. if you if you make it in the in the balance, I might think about it. Otherwise, I can't I can't help you. And how are you looked at if you are the chain breaker in that? I mean, the only person knows is the cashier. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, but there's the cat. And this is where Philip, my my anxious mind of old, gets into play. Like, um, so they probably just wrote my license plate down and hung my picture up. And they're never (laughs) going to. Like, steal anything. They're like, don't serve this fucker ever again. They didn't pay it forward or backward or whatever direction. Follow your own rule, Eric. These people don't care that much about their job to do Starbucks people do. Starbucks people do. Listen. Do you, do you do you remember the time where I remember how you guys used to send me to McDonald's during the show in the morning to get coffee? Well, you didn't because you didn't eat McDonald's or drink McDonald's. But I would go to McDonald's to get food for breakfast for people in the morning. Yeah. Do you remember the time that I came back and I said that was so nice? This person paid for the food in front of me or whatever the case may be, and I paid for the person behind me. And I was asked by somebody on the show, will remain nameless. I was asking, I was like, how much was the person behind you? Was it the same as our food was? And I said, no, it was like $10 less, but I paid for it. And they're like, oh, okay. And then we like thank that person. And I thought to myself afterwards, like, I didn't have that much money. Like I had just the money mm-hmm. that you guys had given me to go there because I didn't bring anything else with me. And if the food had been more, what would I have done? Like, so I've never even thought about this before because I've only had the situation happen to me once before in life. You'll be Starbucks shamed. I, I, mean, think, I, I just didn't know that that like once I 
the first time it ever happened to me, I didn't pay for the person behind me. Like, I, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Didn't even think about the social responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even think about the social that, responsibility that of like forward, paying right? it forward and carrying yeah. it on behind me. And even then, even, even knowing what I know, like I, I don't, I hope people don't consider me like a dickhead for this, but like, you're not in my pockets and in my bills and in my bank account. Amen. And I may Amen. have just spent my last on my little $5 coffee and it's going to get me through the morning until I can have lunch that I brought to work with me. Thank you very much. Well, so like, you can't control when the person <laughs> in front of you, like does something nice like that. Right. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. Thank you for doing that for me. I, I will do, I will absolutely pay it forward, but it doesn't have to be out of my wallet. Like it's, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, I, I can absolutely like do something nice, but I don't have to continuously pay exactly. for the person behind me. Exactly. Like, I, I do, do what I can. Else. I do what I can. Yeah. And I will never forget my sweet little Scottish mom, not my mom, my, my like second mom that's over there with you, um, Philly. Mm -hmm. She's the sweetest person. And in her sweetest Scottish tone is like, charity starts at home, hun. Like, <laughs> Truth. thank you, but I'm not going to feel obligated to like donate to the person behind me or even even these sly little ways where it's like, would you like to round up for the children's hospital? Maybe if I got 90 cents left <laughs> to the dollar. Great. I'm just yeah. kidding. I do round up all the time, but I'm not gonna, You're not going to get anything other than me rounding up. Like, I'm not going to give an extra five dollars to my $16 Panda Express order. Yo, Thanks. Is it bad that I don't round up whenever somebody asks me? I like even numbers. It depends what mood I'm on when you catch me. Mm -hmm. nah, I could I could be in the best mood in the world. I could just I could have just had sex, had coffee, a cigarette, and six and six tequila shots. If you tell me, hey, eighteen sixty five, would you like to round up for two? <laughs> no, son, I'm good. Run that eighteen sixty five. Thank you. Like I'm not. I get you're so not getting any shame reason. from me for it. <laughs> like, I, I almost always round up, but when yeah. when I get asked, like, do I want to fill this out so I can have a name or whatever it is on the wall for nah. whatever. Cause yeah. that no. I, I, step too far for for whatever cause <laughs> that I would almost always support in any other environment, but when there's money coming out of my pockets, like nah, I, you know what that that dollar I need that dollar. Does anybody even do that Ooh, except Tropical Smoothie? Yes, Tropical Smoothie always. Okay, tropical Smoothie. What do you want to put your name on a flip flop? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, I'll give you a dollar to not make me put my name on a flip-flop. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I think it's Children's Miracle Network with the balloons, and I don't know who does it, but I, I think there have been times where I've, I've donated. I'm like, you don't have to put a balloon up there. like, Because I, I would bet, I'll bet a large portion and percentage of the flip-floppers and the balloon people do it so that they can like be seen having done a good thing. Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. like you should really, kind of, charities at home, you should also do charity in quiet. Don't do charity for the That's accolades. Right. Don't put it on Facebook. Right. Thanks. Um, ba, 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 ba. So this is great news. I think it's great news. I, I think Alex will agree and Bethany will see. Um, the fireworks are not happening July 4th downtown. It's not necessarily directly tied to COVID, but there's a supply shortage or so the city says. But Solheim will have fireworks. And I guess it's at the city's expense. Yes. Um, what is it called? The Solheim Cup. It's the golf tournament we're having here at Inverness. Oh, that's cool. It's okay. like the biggest women's golf tournament in the world. Like, it, And it's in Toledo. It's kind of a big deal. Nice. It's actually Listen, really a big deal. I was fine about it until they tore the hell out of Door Street. 
<laughs> to put <laughs> sidewalks in so that Gore Street can look like Ottawa Hills. Uh, I'm not here for it because they shut this thing down to like one lane. And I'm like, this, this is the main thoroughfare to downtown. We do not, this does not need to look fancy. You mm-hmm. need to down just Dorf own Street. it. Mm-hmm. Near 475. It's Inverness. What? Oh, ooh, so they're trying to make they're trying to make Door Street look all fancy between Inverness okay. and downtown because that's where all like that's the main drag that the golfers are going to be on. There'll probably like, be a lot of foot traffic thing. too. Wait, Bethany, from downtown from downtown on Door to Inverness, they're they ripped up. No, it, I mean they're making their way, but it, yes, it has been tore up. And it's really inconveniencing me. Lip lipstick on a pig. <laughs> really? And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, you can you can plant trees. You put some grass and a sidewalk down does not take care of the rest of the scenery. Right. Like make sure and I think this is the right road. Make sure everybody really pays a lot of attention to the Mott Conda Library branch. Yes. And looks it up on their phones afterwards and then ignores everything between there and Inverness. <laughs> like, that is the nicest thing on Door Street is that library now, so... It is. There's a cemetery that. that doesn't look half bad. Got There's some a old... cemetery. <laughs> the one by the university? You better yes. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> anyway... Has that rundown neighborhood across? My grandfather lived in that. Neighborhood. He still lives in that neighborhood. Their neighborhood needs a facelift so bad. Oh, Christ. In, anyway, anyway, the Solheim Cup in Toledo is kind is actually a really big deal. I'm looking so. forward yeah. to the mural that's going to be along the river because that's on my everyday yes. route. So <gasps> I cannot so wait cool. for it, uh, the. Go started, ahead, Eric. It started to get painted on yep. on Wednesday. The 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 grain silos. It's called the Glass City River Wall, and it will be blue with lots of sunflowers, which I yes. believe are native to the area. And there will also be some acknowledgement of like Native American farmers as yes. well. And I believe it'll be the biggest mural in the country and second yes. biggest in the world. Look at Toledo. I mean, God, look at Toledo. It's so cool. So when I'm like the biggest mural in the country and I get to see it every day on my way to work, I'm so excited. So th- mm-hmm. this is why I know it, it's a big deal and some people really dislike it um, and they really they hate Buckeye and, and the blocks. This is why I'm not up in arms over um, with the FBI situation here, finding mm-hmm. out why the city paid for whatever Buckeye needed moved. Um I mean, there's just these are the thing, these are the things that don't get talked about that happen in back rooms everywhere. Where the, it's nothing shady; it's just relationships, mm-hmm. um, and it's the rising tide lifts all boats. If you know somehow things, I, I guess in in some some of these meetings, every time somebody questions something, um, the but what about the Solheim Cup got got thrown out. And at the time, in, in a lot of ways, people were going to say, that's a terrible idea. Why are we doing this for them? Well, wait till you see what happens. And it's part of, I guess you can use it, the rising tide raises all boats. And in this case, the rising tide is the Solheim Cup. And it's going to bring a lot of money here. It's going to bring a lot of eyeballs uh-huh. to Toledo. And uh-huh. some people are going to take it in the wrong way, maybe even financially with tax dollars and beyond in the short term. But in the long term, that tide will lift us all up. Yeah, it, it, I mean, where was I? I was, you know, where I was at? I was at the Glass City Metro Park with my friend and we went to look in the pavilion again because I'm obsessive and that's where I'm getting married. And I was like, I need to cover up this ugly ass sign that says number one park system in the country. But then at the same time, it was like, that's so cool. 
number one mm-hmm. park system in the country. Like, good for us. Like, good it's for cool us. everyday basis, but it's not cool for your wedding. So no, no, up, I'm covering then. that shit with a grass wall. Like, no, but good for us. Filling good for there, us. There was something I, I was had a back and forth with with Fred on Facebook months uh-huh. ago. How um, we were the Metro Park was taking up more land, and he pointed out that that's less area for businesses to pay taxes and citizens as well. And I understand that, but I don't know if that. And we can never truly measure this. Uh, in the same way that we can't really measure which COVID protocols worked and, and didn't in different places. There's too many moving mm-hmm. parts. Um, but while, yeah, people are, it's less, it's a less area for people to pay taxes, which is good for the area. But when you get to say number one park system in the country and when you can back it up and it's not just a sign and people come here and are blown yeah. away by Olander, Glass City, Middle Grounds, um, ba, 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 the 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 tree houses, and they're like, like, holy shit! Like that's the just not a bright neon sign. It means something, and it draws people and and money here. I think like the big thing that I've learned like being here is that there are these like towns that do nothing but have people and teams that are organized in like getting tourists to come into the area because they realize that you get more from people visiting your area than people yeah. living in your area yep. and building at the same mm-hmm. time. If you have uh, a city to where like the space is being utilized for that situation specifically, then humans do this really cool thing to where they don't need to build out, they build up. Like mm-hmm. any large city at any given time, people don't really like that either, but like they build up. If you need more space, if you need more living space, if you need more business space, you put these buildings in place that stand for hundreds of years and you go up, you don't have to go out. So there's like definitely ways around that. But I do believe after looking at numbers and realizing how it does work for communities, that bringing people in to visit is better than having people come in to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that, I'm, I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed for some people that won't have fireworks, but I'm not because fireworks are dumb. I love them. I'm sad. I'm <laughs> yeah. sad about it. I'm shocked that they're not going to do it. Well, they're not going like, to find the, a way to do of it. Of those backroom things that I talked about, I'll bring one up right here. I, 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 I would not be surprised. And again, backroom things, this is me being a cynic. I bet they, they maybe over, they could probably afford it, but I bet you that there was enough resources contributed to what's going on at Solheim that it's more important for Solheim to have fireworks than downtown to have fireworks. I'm not surprised. Most likely. And if I'm... You don't think... If I'm Ed at the Blarney or somebody else, uh, I think it's Jim at Cock and Bull, I'm probably yeah. pissed off that I'm not going to have that night. And they have that right to be because maybe they were expecting fireworks or maybe they knew that this wasn't going to happen. But sometimes you have to see the larger. And this has been a thing that we've had to deal with way too often over the last year. People have had to look at the larger picture, public health, rather than the smaller micro things. Well, do, and the, do we uh, know if the mud hens are still doing fireworks? Yeah, that was, that's, that's what, what I wanted ask. to know. Yeah, because I, I'm, I'm like, all right, well, they probably figure enough Toledoans will hit a mud hens game this season. I hope right. so. Or maybe that's their way of getting people to go to mud hens games. Is it's like, well, that's how we're going to get our fireworks this year. You know what I mean? I haven't seen them advertise them. I'm surprised they haven't done them already. Yeah, but they've had these weird. So their home stands are really long, and their road trips are really long but they're back next week but i i don't know but it's a fair point but again you know there's fifteen thousand people or more for july 4th um fireworks it brings a lot of people down there but again i you know i've got no issue if the mayor's like 
the city can't have fireworks this year. They, they are, we got to give it to Solheim because again, because of the larger good in the long mm-hmm. run. Yeah, and I it, yeah. like you'll be able to find them in other places, so I'm okay with that. Like it's, I love fireworks. I'm a little sad about it, but I hope that the mud hens will um, will get it done for us. And I think that they they released that information about the fireworks around the same time ProMedica said the concert series was coming back. Good point. So. Hey. Like, okay, that really sucks, but also, yes, thank the Lord, the concert series is coming back. But what are, who are the artists? Right. Do we know? Has that been released? They're announcing it. Diana, Diana Ross coming. We got the Tyler Bell this year. They're announcing Earth, it Wind, fire. Monday. We had something oh, good. Okay. on our Facebook page. And Alex, that's a great point. And that's the other part of how these some of these deals work. Like, the, mm-hmm. ma- the mayor and Randy might have gotten a text message and be like, Randy, bro, we're not doing fireworks this year. You got to get this thing up and running. And here's when we're right. gonna, here's when we're going to announce it. Right. Yeah. Hold on, I can tell you because we po- I'm looking up for our, our Facebook post from yesterday. Uh, blah blah blah. Sorry, just stalling here. Come on, face space. Fill up the uh, la- latest million dollar winner was from here in Toledo. Oh, so jealous. Oh, you know it's so funny because like when he when Dewine decided he was going to do that and put it up like. People here were like, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm like, listen, <clears throat> not only I'm pissed, by the way, speaking about this vaccine, not only has my age bracket been able to get the vaccine for the past four weeks, I still have not got it. And technically, I'm still not eligible to get it for one reason or another. But I'm just like people in America are literally they're like giving things away for people to get the vaccine. So whereas in here, like people are still begging to get in line and try to get the vaccine as quickly as possible when you still have ports of it. Like the UK is probably like, I want to say the second or third country with the largest fucking storage of vaccine. Like get it to people quicker. I'm really happy that that million dollar thing and that scholarship thing worked out for Ohio. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess through a Facebook person, I I know him a little bit. I invited them to come on the podcast. Uh, Jonathan and his girlfriend, who I guess I, I know a, a teeny bit, um, he's gone off of Facebook for the obvious reasons, but they seem like really decent people. So, uh, ProMedica Concert Series announced Monday at 3.30. Oh, okay, good. Ooh. I'm excited. I am so excited. The only thing I'm a little sad about is I went and looked, and the tickets for Pride at the hour that I want to go, <laughs> they're, they're sold out. Lexi Wait, said the tickets might- for... Lexi, Lexi said they might add more because okay. they they saw yeah. things were opening, but things yeah. got really open after <laughs> right so, after they announced. Yeah, yeah. She told me that um that they might add more, but I the thing is no parade, but it, it's going to be a good night to party. I hope so. That's when I asked you about the vendor tables because it could be nice to have like a vendor table to talk about the center and the support line. Um, if everybody still has some time, I'm going to keep going, but a sure. couple, I got to do traffic here. We'll, we'll maybe take a, a quick intermission, but Philip, do you know a Michael Gobel, G-O-B-E-L? Oh, I'm so bad with names, especially weird names. Like if it's Michael, I know so many Michaels, Gobel, okay. uh, he, um, visual. I lost a little bit of my soul today, uh, oh. arguing with him. So apparently he's some kind of like old radio nerd and doesn't like that. Okay. We play the same songs and we talk about the podcast and I record the show and he let me know this because a friend of mine tagged me in this and I guess it's a some pride group. He was complaining that there are no um, out people anymore in the media since Andrew left. And I was like, well, I was like, well, well, there's Emma. And I pointed and I said something to the effect of there might not be any of those people or just a few, but there are now more people than ever who don't 
fake allyship. They're they're yeah. happy to do um, pride stories, LGBTQ stuff, and not just during a month, but year round. And I said I include myself as one of them. And then he accused me of saying that I was gay. Um, oh Christ! He was a you know like, he was a real lunatic shithead. Like the thing about it's funny that people say that because somebody else said something like that here to where it's like. I get what he's saying, like, there's not that many, like, out people, but it doesn't matter if they're out or not. Like, the point of our jobs, being in media or being personalities or doing music in industry or performing, whatever the case may be, is not to be, like, out and about to be an advocate. That's not everybody's goal. People's goals is to have a professional life and their personal mm. life. So there could be loads of pansexuals and gay, trans, lesbian, whatever, underneath the sun, out there doing whatever, he just doesn't know because their life personally is different than their life professionally, and it's none of his damn business mm-hmm. who they sleep with. That's so, what I'm saying. It's none of his when people say When people say stuff like that, straight or gay, it really annoys me. Because I'm like, you just need to chill out, have a seat, and feel the fact that things are changing somewhat for the better. We're getting there yeah. slowly but surely. Like like I said, the, these things are not ignored or just highlighted at specific times. It's a year-round thing because of the people right. that are in local media. Um, let's take a quick intermission. Uh, I'm going to do some traffic. So if everybody wants to mute themselves, come back in, in just a couple of minutes, okay? You did real good on those traffic. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. I, t- I take pride in it. <laughs> I mean, it's the best traffic I think I've ever heard before. I don't even live there anymore. I feel informed. There is I, a there's Alex that Secor thing is happening on on Monday, and mm-hmm. then there's more nonsense happening downtown, uh, seventy five and Collingwood, Erie, and all that stuff. It's it's going to be a mess down there. Whatever, whenever that all first began and troubled people, it's about to be like that all over again. Like from the trail oh, to seventy five and downtown, so. Enjoy. You know what what also freaks me out with traffic in the summertime? Thomas and I were talking about this. I don't know the luxury of driving around like a brand new car or a car that I don't have to be concerned is going to have like some sort of mechanical issue. And so in the summer, especially with like traffic and construction, I'm always afraid if my car sits too long, it's going to overheat and then I'm going to stop traffic. (laughs) Like, Does anyone else have that fear? (laughs) Maybe it's just me. Like I'm not at that point in my adult life where I'm like, my car's new. I don't have to worry about it. I only have 3000 miles. Like, nope, I'm floating around. 70, 80, 90 thousand miles. Phillip, and like you, my shit still, might break down. Philip, give Alex your car. Do you still have your Jeep back here? What? Yeah, my parents still have it. Give it to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Wait, what kind of Jeep is it? Uh, the Jeep Compass. Oh, I that's what I have. A... <laughs> I think it's a 2015. I think it's that's exactly one. what I have. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. That's so funny. <laughs> Is it white? Because mine is white. It's gray. Oh, okay. Yeah, Philip bought that car and then left. Oh, Jesus. Yep, and still paying for it. Hey-o! <laughs> um, I, I got one last thing. Of course, if anybody wants to talk about weekend stuff or whatever else, uh, fair game. Uh, but quickly, and we haven't done one of these in a while, but there's a, a local thing, and I think Alex and I do this most often. And, and Philip, you popped in. Um but uh, the Perrysburg, the Chamber of Commerce, is changing Ugh. the name of the uh, Harrison Day Rally. Harrison, which, Ra- Harrison Rally Day. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to change it because he was a, 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 a proponent of, of uh, slaveholding, and he was the president of the United States. He, maybe his greatest honor or dishonor is, 
I'm fairly certain no one served a shorter time in office than um, Mr. Harrison because he died a month into his presidency. He also had a, had some conflicts. I think he handled some okay, but he was also part of taking lands away from Native Americans, which when it comes to um, these types of topics, what what the Anglos, what the, Ang- what the white men did to Native Americans is, is in a lot of ways more horrific than what's happened with slaveholding in our in our time but i'll just say this um you know i always want to take like the resume of a person and his is not that decorated that we can't take something away from this man who was president and also it's not changing or canceling it's just no longer lionizing or uh-huh. honoring people uh-huh. who did some pretty awful things and and they were awful yeah. they were awful then too um we knew it and not enough people did anything about it back then until after the Civil War. I, I guess if I could make a really, I'll admit, it's a clumsy analogy. It would be like saying, you know what, we should have a, a Bin Laden statue. We should name that school after Bin Laden, like over, over in the Middle East. No, just because he was he was famous and some people looked up to him doesn't ever make him a good person. And again, we look at the resume of these people. And yes, I know that people who are on money and things like that also held slaves, but maybe the good things that they really, really did were better. But when it comes to somebody like this, sorry, the name's changing. I just, I have such a hard time. So you already know, like Bethany and Philip, I tend to read the comments on stories like this, um, especially mm-hmm. related to Toledo, because I want to <laughs> know where we're at. Like, I don't want to be shocked when I find out, yeah. like, one story only got 30 comments, this one got 580, and all of them were racist. Like, I need to know of that. Course. You know what I mean? I need to know. And I also scroll to look and see if there's anybody I know in there. I absolutely do. I don't feel bad about it. That way I can look you in your eyes in public. Like I know you, I, I see you, you know? So like, anyway. I'll be honest, I didn't even know the Harrison rally days had anything yeah. to do with uh, somebody that was named Harrison that may or may not have been our president. I don't know that. So like, I feel like you, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm fine with them changing the name, but like, I didn't even know. So it is, I don't think it's about the fact that like you needed to know. I didn't know, but now, right. but we do now, you know, some that we do now Perrysburg, the city must be trying to like, you know, improve things. And they're also looking internally and deciding like this probably should be adjusted or we need to have a discussion about this. I'm not upset yeah. about it. I think what annoys me is like all of the comments where they're like, it was okay back then. They <laughs> they didn't know it was wrong. It wasn't okay to the black people. Like all the right. black people that tried right. to run away and got murdered. That's because they like, knew it was wrong. Like it was, you're you know what I mean? It was okay because the people that were being <laughs> oppressed were silent. But what they're saying, right, the, exactly. What they were, what they're saying, I'll, Eric, I'll let you go in one second. What they were saying is like, everybody, they did what they thought they, everybody else was doing. Like they did, they did what they thought was okay. And it wasn't a problem then yes it was to every to all of the oppressed but not to you what does your mom used to say to you if this is if such and such jumped off a bridge would you, the bridge <laughs> would you do them? it too because <laughs> you know it's stupid I, okay Eric, I, sorry. I, I, will, I will kind of i will kind of shoot that argument down and, and i'll take it a step further that that was what even i tried to rationalize with michael vick well he didn't know any better um, because it was the culture that he was brought up in. Like, there's a, a tiny semblance of, of truth there, but you still have to pay for, for what you did. And he did. Um, 
But there were plenty of Americans who were against slavery. And it mm-hmm. might not have been for the most altruistic reasons, mm-hmm. but there was maybe half a country or more of the population who knew that it was wrong, but just too many people in power were able to hang on to it forever. And absolutely, the Civil War was over slavery. It was for states' rights. Yeah, yeah. states' rights to keep slavery. For slavery. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this this wasn't, and Alex, I'm, I, I will rip your argument up there, and, and I'm just going to take it a step further. It wasn't an everybody was doing it sort of thing, because not, like, half the people weren't doing it and knew and knew that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this wasn't, hey, this, uh, this guy... I'm trying to, let me think. Uh, this guy was a drunkard. This guy was a drunkard and even a womanizer. And I'm not talking about like a rapist. Just like a drunkard and he, he was a misogynist. This is like one of the worst crimes in humanity. Like right. in the history of humanity. And something that will always, always be a scarlet A around this country. It is the longest lasting civilization civilized society that kept slavery around. It will always be with us. It is one of the great crimes against society, civilization, and humanity. It is a bad, bad thing. So, yeah, we have to change some things that no longer honor people who were who enforced this and were proponents of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, good, good on Perrysburg. I mean, there are suburbs that we have in Toledo, obviously, like Mommy, Sylvania, Perrysburg. They're predominantly white people. They're usually older people. And like you said, some of them have been, like, set in their ways. They see things, and they're just like, this is just the way that it's always been, or this is just our this is just our history, and that's what made us where we are, and blah, 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 the rest of this stuff. And like you said, Eric, like, things definitely need to be changed because we're not in that time anymore. Those things shouldn't have been okay then if they were, and they're not okay now, whatever the case may be. And I think it's also a factor of, like, we can't ignore or just completely try to whitewash a situation and make it go away. We still have to be educated and understand why we're changing things, why it was not okay then and why it's not okay now. And like, that's that's my whole argument and issue with like some of the states that are trying to stop uh, the education of systematic racism uh-huh. or whatever the law is. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's, stuff, it's stuff like that, that we, we ignore, we push away, or we say, well, it's been that way, so there's nothing wrong with it. We're just going to keep moving forward and act like it never happened. So, I mean, good for Perrysburg for having that discussion, most likely, and trying to move progressively forward because they always haven't been put in the best light being a predominantly older, rich, white area. Uh-huh. Bethany? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of them for even doing it because I never would have thought that... Uh-huh. Perrysburg would have been a place that would have done something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's good. Yeah. All, all the people that hate it now and they want to move out of Perrysburg because they don't love it, like, you can get the fuck out anyway. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Leave Bye. Toledo. Leave Goodbye. Toledo. Leave, leave Ohio. <laughs> and this is speaking else. from somebody who lives in Perrysburg. Like, you can go. We don't care. We don't care. You just want to buy their house. Yes, I do. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said about that. I uh, the the loose plans for tomorrow are uh, speaking of another rich white neighborhood. Uh, Maple and oh. Maine is happening this weekend, and I think it, Amanda and I have tentative plans to go to that. Anyone ever been? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. It's like a little art festival in in Sylvania. Hmm. I was there uh, maybe the first year. I know I've been to it at least once. Um, it's probably going to be pretty cool. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of food trucks. Um, food trucks? Oh, I miss food trucks so much. They don't have food trucks there? I know. I freaking love food trucks. We went to, uh, Perrysburg last night for the 
farmer's market and I was like, heck yes, I'm getting my smash dog. Oh, that's nice. so good. Smash dogs? Yes. I love smash dogs. The hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to wrap my head. <laughs> I'm just ra- trying to wrap my head around like of all the food truck options, I don't care like how ornate or <laughs> elaborate you made a hot dog. It's still a fucking hot dog. No, it's meat. so I love street. I don't think smash dogs is street meat though. Like I find the the um what's the what's the Greek food truck? Is it Opa? I think it's something like Opa. that. That's street yeah. meat to me. Delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Street meat, the definition of street meat to me is that 2 a.m. Yeah. You, stumble out, yes. you stumble out the club on the curb and you see them bright ass lights. Yes. And you just like, somebody give me some money. Somebody give me some street money. Street meat. Uh, it's, exactly. a, it's not necessarily a food truck. It's that dude pushing around his cart that's got like <laughs> two week old water that he just keeps boiling, like reheating up. And, and the meat's like sitting in that shit. So Have you ever met the dude in downtown Toledo? I think he stopped doing this. This man will walk into your establishment with a hot box wrapped around his shoulder selling no! fried Oh my man? God, no. Entrepreneurship. Like, Good for him. Like, hey, I, got, I got those chicken meals. I'm like, you got what? <laughs> what are you doing? No, did he also sell cakes cut individually and wrapped in yes, saran wrap? Yes. Ah! Wrapped in saran wrap on a, on a mini, on a mini styrofoam Listen, plate. Listen. So, yeah. <laughs> I will die. I will die on the hill that Jamais is on uh-huh. because Jamais desserts mm-hmm. are so good, and they're always in like a, saran like wrap, a single wrap piece of mm-hmm. saran wrap, styrofoam. I don't even care. I will eat that all day. Black long. excellence, baby. Yes. Oh. You know, you know <laughs> so we, we can we can wrap up with this. Um, Al, Al, does anybody want to make a prediction for which hood club is going to get some shots fired at this weekend? Oof. What? I don't even um, know what's open in Toledo anymore. Uh, yeah, um, F- Philip. you know, every weekend a new place pops up that I had no idea even existed. And it's just because I don't go to those places. And Alex and I usually text about it because, like, there have been, like, weekends of shooting and they're mm-hmm. all at the hood yeah. clubs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, only one I got is a peacock. I I'm going to go to the gas station. Gas station? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That went over by San Marcos, for sure. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, if there has been crime there, I've never read about it. Oh, also be careful because apparently smash it. and grabs are getting popular at um, Metro Ooh, Parks. Yes. There was five. I oh, know. No. It happens at the Oh, my God. Too. I was at Middle Ground just like yesterday, what? and I and I was Broad super daylight. careful. Yeah. Yeah. And there, you know where else? Oh. Um, like when you get on the UT uh, bike trail from uh, McCord, mm. it happened to somebody there too. People oh yeah, you're wilding. I'm telling you. When I when I read the story about the Metro Parks over the weekend that five people had their their car smashed in, um, I thought two things. One, like another reminder: don't ever keep anything ever in your no. in, in your car. Two, good for those people doing that. They knew that the parks are going to be packed over the weekend. <laughs> like, that, you know, it's like. The most uncomfortable thing is like when you, because this happened to me, I used to keep my car door unlocked and they keep anything like in them because I knew there was a chance of somebody breaking in. And there'd be some mornings where I would sit in my car and I'd just look around and be like, something isn't right. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But something has been moved. Like the, the energy in my car is not right. But yeah, you're right. Don't don't keep the valuables in there. Philip, I think Scott told me, because he still lives over at the Commodore Perry People were having their windows smashed in over there. And he just decided to take all the stuff out of his car and he left his windows down. Yeah. Hey, look, it's it is a lot easier for you to clean your car out 
leave your windows down in the garage then just get a new window. Like, I'm going to try to take the whole damn car at this point because I have insurance, but just don't smash my window. Right. Uh, Alex, what are your weekend plans? I'm going to pick up my mommy today from the airport. She's been in Florida for two weeks, I think, two and a half weeks or so. I will look for her on uh, Seniors Gone Wild. (laughs) I'm sure she'll pop up around there. Um, I I, I don't think I have weekend plans. I feel really good today. I feel like motivated and so i'm deep cleaning my bathroom and organizing and i'm going to do that in the kitchen i already started in the kitchen i don't know i don't really have plans i'm just going to keep this mood that i'm in and go with it i think it's because we've done active stuff all this week like to the park took the dogs out rode bikes bethany i am gonna figure out what is haunting me Oh. No, um, I think uh, Saturday we're going to hang out uh, at a friend's house, a little party, and then Sunday I have my uh, cousin's little boy's 12th birthday party. So as much as I would love to just get in my bed and not move for three days, I will be out and about in is the, the heat. Is the pool open yet? The pool is open. Um, however, I think it's like seventy something degrees, so it's a little chilly. Perfect. Um, it's going to be upper nineties. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, after this weekend, it'll be ready to go. I need to put two things on your radar. Um, so ama- apparently, Amanda likes to lay out. Um, I love to lay out. Oh, who doesn't? So she uh, she should have been more friendly to you at the party, and then two. Pierce is she like wasn't a, not friendly. We just didn't get an opportunity to have any discussion. Well, because she wasn't talking to anybody. Um, and Pierce <laughs> yeah. is like a little fish. So anytime you want to extend an invite, um, I can pass that along to them. Or do you just want to just say we can come over whenever we want? I want to come. I mean, you can come over whenever you want. I'm just telling you it's a little cold right now. Okay. All right. Noted. Noted, noted, noted. Phil, what are you off to this weekend with Danny? Uh, I don't know. It's nice out, and I just think I need like a quick, like kind of woosaw. It's been a hectic weekend with us and this property, and with these tickets and me going on tour. Like this, just it's been real stressful. So I think there's going to be a lot of alcohol, mm. some picnics in the park. And I think we're just going to spend some time with each other, and I'm going to bring my anxiety down from the six or seven that it's at currently to at least like a two or three, so I can get through next week because I have a lot going on next week. Okay. Um, it was uh, good to talk to everybody. Yeah. I know. We'll uh, we'll have to find Bethany. We're gonna have to find somebody for our, our Friday. Maybe maybe I'll I'll do what we did this week. I'll du- Alex. I'll double up guests for Wednesday and then Thursday. But uh, if there's anybody out there that we'd like to invite into the uh, Chase Verse, let's <laughs> let's do it. Hey, make sure you get a hold of me too, Eric, so that we can talk about my hectic schedule that's happening in the next couple of weeks too. Has anyone talked to Ashley? I miss her. What about Ashley? Aww. Is she getting even more busy? I chatted with Ashley, actually, and she is bouncing back and forth from hotels opening and things and blah, blah, blah. Like, I have barely had chances to really chat with her, so. I'll have to text I'm her. I'm assuming until Solheim's mm-hmm. over, she's going to be, like, up to her right. ass and alligators. Oh. Alligators. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like alliteration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, All right, everybody. We'll have a good weekend, and we will talk on the text soon. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.